Welcome to Ask, I'm Pastor Jamie. We have another really serious question today about why does God allow innocent human children to suffer abuse? Really big and heavy question, but I'm sure it's something that you've thought about or wondered, and we have a couple of others along with that. So join us on this episode of Ask. Welcome to the Ask series, where Pastor Jamie answers your questions about God, the Bible, and your life. You can submit a question from our website, cornerstonebv.org by going on our Facebook page, CornerstoneBV, or on Twitter, at CornerstoneBVMA. Remember, if you don't ask, you won't get an answer. All right, welcome back to Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie. We're at Cornerstone Church. You go to CornerstoneBV.org. You go to the media page. They ask, exclamation, hashtag, all that, and just fill in your question. You have questions? We try to have answers, right? Bible, life, faith, anything. So again, we need your questions. If, if you don't ask questions, we can't have episodes. You want episodes, you gotta ask questions. So there you go. So uh, we have actually a few questions today. A couple of them are a little bit shorter, but this one's pretty in-depth. I think it's um, uh, kind of your classic, why does God allow evil, but, a, but even a little bit more specific. And let me just add, give it to you in full. Why does God allow innocent humans or children to suffer from abuse and or violence whether emotional or physical? Uh, this is a heavy question, it, it's, it, and it's hard to answer sometimes. You know why? Because God doesn't always give us these answers. Like, there's answers, but not like he didn't just say, hey, here's why I do that. I think the classic place to go with these types of questions um, is to the book of Job. Now, there's, well, I said, I was going to say there's no children in that, but obviously Job's children, I think they're a little bit older at this point, uh, do die, so there are. Um, but, the, but the real emphasis is on Job himself, right? I mean, his, the, the Bible says that he was innocent. He didn't do anything for God to do this. God allowed uh, uh, Satan to do these things so God could show Job's faith, right? And, and it was horrible diseases, loses all his possessions, all his kids dead. His wife tells him to curse God and die. Um, and so, you know, Job's interacting with his friends, but he's also mainly interacting with God. Why? What did I do? Why would you, who is good, allow this, right? And God's silent until the end. And when you read that, he doesn't answer them, right? All he says is, where were you, Job? Like, who are you to question me? Now, I bring that up because the first thing with any of these types of questions, so we have to approach with great humility um, that, that, we really, we can ask God questions, and we, we can. I'm just lamenting in the Bible. He wants us to ask questions. He wants us to pray, right? But we can't bring questions as if we're accusing, right? I can't go, hey, God, this isn't right. Why would you let it happen? I have now led him like a, a, a lawyer, and someone should say, objection. You can't lead God into that. This isn't right. Because Jamie, in his limited humanity, Right now, living in 2020, like I've lived 45 years on this earth. I've lived in one state. I've traveled some, but man, never barely been out of the country. And even if I had, think of my limitations. I can only right now see what's around me. I can assume things going on with people I know, my family, my friends, people in our church. But I really don't know because I'm limited. There's so many things I don't know and don't understand. And I'm talking in prayer to God, the God of the universe who holds all things at all times, in all ways, past, present, future, knows everything, can do anything. And, and that is impossible. So we tend to kind of limit 
and, and sort of, instead of us recognizing, man, there's a huge gap between us and God, we try to bring him down to our level and say, man, I can tell that's wrong. And a question like this, that's extreme, it sure seems wrong that a, a child who didn't ask for this is that he or she suffers. And, and I think in a lot of ways, God would agree with that. But why it's happening and for what purpose, God has his reasons and he's doing what he's doing and he wants us to trust him. Do you believe I'm good or not? And if I do, then I have to understand that this is, um, this is his will. So secondly, I would say this, it's a broken world, right? And, and God didn't do that, sin did. Right? You can read that in Scripture, and you see throughout Scripture, it's all about how sin has broken up what God created is good. And it's the story of how God is redeeming that which is broken. So God created good, sin breaks it up, now God is redeeming it. It's a process of, whom, of which he's redeeming us through his son, Jesus Christ. And it's a long process. It's longer than we would like. And so the brokenness of sin causes all kinds of strife and problems in our world that we don't like, um, that God doesn't like, right? He doesn't want someone to torture a child. The scriptures are filled with how God detests such practices, right? Sacri there's child sacrifice in the Bible and God condemns it. There's all kinds of where God promises that he will bring judgment on that sin. It's just a longer process than we, we would like sometimes, but that's why we got to trust God. Third, um, God uses all kinds of seemingly and actual bad things to draw us to himself. So I'm not saying in every case a child suffers or a child, that that brings that child to God. But we don't know what God is doing. He's drawing that child to God. We, we know there's children that maybe never would find Christ, eternity with God, if that sinful thing wasn't done to them. Now, God didn't do that to them. God doesn't sin. But he allowed that to happen to take that, that child to, to draw to himself, potentially, or maybe somebody else. We just got to trust that God knows what he's doing. And lastly, God is always more concerned with eternity than with the temporary things. So uh, whenever you're suffering or when you see someone suffer, when it seems like a complete injustice, um, to recognize that God is going to do his justice in his time, but he's worried not about your momentary comfort or momentary pain. He's worried about your eternity because he has that view. You and I, man, we're just thinking about today, maybe next year, oh, what are we gonna do? God has so, he sees our eternity trillions of years into the future, and he's way more concerned about Jamie's eternity than whether Jamie's feeling suffering today. And so if it's gonna take some suffering for me to be drawn closer to him, He's going to allow it to happen in the moment, it's going to seem bad. I've told the story before. A guy was uh, walking by a huge bear trap, and there's a bear halfway in and halfway out, and it's in tons of pain. And the guy takes a long pull because he doesn't want to get near the bear, and he approaches the bear, right, because he wants to save the bear. In order to save the bear, he needs to push the bear into the trap, right, because he can't pull it out 
He needs to get it in so then they can spring the trap and the bear can come out. And so the, the, the guy goes and he does that. From the bear's perspective, I'm already suffering and this guy is causing me tremendous more suffering and trying to push me into a trap. He's horrible. He hates me. It's not good because that's the bear's perspective. Doesn't understand that the guy's really trying to save him, right? Pushes him in, spring the trap, the bear is saved. So in a lot of times, that's how we feel. Our limited perspective is God seems like he's after us, seems like he's doing something wrong to us, but really he's saving us. And so keep that perspective in mind. It's a broken world. It's a harsh world. That's why we need to shine the light of Christ as much as we can. Great question. A couple of other quick ones before we end this episode. Number two is why is there a hierarchy of angels? Short answer, I have no clue. <laughs> the Bible just doesn't tell us. I mentioned this, I think, last week. Um, the Bible does not uh, it, when it describes things like angels, it just describes them. It doesn't say, all right, here's why God did this, did that. So we don't ultimately know. But we do know there is, seems to be different types of angels, um, numerous, they're organized, they're powerful. Um, and there seems to be, yeah, uh, there's archangel and there's angels underneath them. Um, and I would just say this, it shows everything about God, his creation and what he does, shows that there is a plan and an organization. He's not just all this chaos running around. He has a very organized system. And if you look, look at the human body, look at uh, the way the world's created, how everything is precise and everything has its place. We're a God of organization. We're a God of order, not chaos. Um, and so, uh, while I don't really know why he does that, it just seems like that was God's plan and he has an order to it. And why it's a benefit to us is to remember that there's an order to your life even when you don't see it. God is working something in your life that even if you think it's chaos, he's bringing order to it that you're going to ultimately love. So trust him with it. Okay, great question. I uh, wish I could give you more, but I don't know. Um, third, and another real quick one, but a, but, a, but a good one. Does Satan use our dreams or nightmares to try and get uh, to influence us while we sleep, okay? Uh, we've answered some Satan questions kind of about this in the past, and so I want to reiterate something. Uh, so the answer to that is no, uh, as much as the Bible teaches us anyway, because there's a misnomer, right? And, and I think we unwittingly bring Satan to the level of God, and we start kind of buying into a little bit of what's called dualism, that there's God here, and Satan here, and they're battling for your soul. No, 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 no. God, Satan. Now, is he more powerful than you and me? Yes. Uh, he's an, an angel that rebelled. He was given great power, great beauty, great in order to glorify God. He rebelled. He sinned against God. Now he's trying to drag us with him. But he is limited. He is not a deity. He can't enter our minds. He can't, uh, you know, get, get us to think certain things, right? He can possess, and his demons can possess, but they can't give us dreams and that kind of thing. That Only God can do that. Now, can he do things very subtle that we, it seems like he's in our head? Absolutely, because he's brilliant, right? He's very smart and conniving and so can put things into our path that entice us into sin that could lead to a nightmare, but he can't actually give you a nightmare that's going to create sin. If you had a nightmare or a dream, uh, God could be speaking to you and revealing something or you had some bad, a bad taco last night, right? Don't blame it on Satan. Give it up. Pray to God and move on with your day, okay? Don't be afraid of Satan, but pray against him. Be aware that he is looking to devour you, but in Christ, he will never 
get to you, okay? All right, thank you for your questions. Hey, go to cornerstonebv.org and ask your questions and we'll do our best to answer them. Sign up for a service this weekend. We'd love to see you. If you don't have a church home, don't know, uh, you know, just kind of been a long time since you've gone to church, we'd love to see you at any of our three services. I know it's COVID. It's a good time to get to know God, right? See you then and uh, see you next week on Ask. God bless. Thank you for listening to our Ask series. We hope it has blessed your life. You can submit a question from our website, cornerstonebv.org by going on our Facebook page, CornerstoneBV, or on Twitter, at CornerstoneBVMA. Remember, if you don't ask, you won't get an answer. You are welcome to join us on a Sunday morning at either 9 or 11. We are a gospel-centered church where our lives are transformed by the power of God's Word.